The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Have you ever thought, what is my home worth? Welcome to the Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker and I am with an extra special guest today. Oh, thanks. You're welcome, Christine Parkinson. And the reason she's here is because she asked me a question. And all the inside tracks have been designed really to welcome you into the information that we all need, we all deserve, so we can live the best life possible in the home that we're in or the home that we want to move to. So, Christine, you asked me a question. I did. What's my home worth? Mm -hmm. And the first question I would have answered with was, why? Well, a couple of things happened. We have begun the process of planning for our retirement, and our financial planner asked us, uh, amongst all your assets, you of course have your principal residence. What is it worth? I don't know. I know what we built it for several years ago. Several? Several, 16 years ago, Uh but I don't know what it's worth now in today's market. Also, we just went through a major house fire back at the end of 2018. And yeah, so sorry for that. Like, oh, thank ugh. you. It's all in the Lord's will, though. I mean, he's really been blessing us through it. And hard, though. Oh, it has been difficult. I, I won't uh, cover up the fact that it's, yeah, it's yeah. been really difficult on our yeah. family. Um, but our bank, who has a small stake in our home, um, they wanted to ensure that the Uh, The bank understood the value of our home. They hired a bank appraiser to make sure that the restoration company was receiving their their payments for work actually accomplished. I asked the bank, could I please see the appraisal? They said, we do not share that with clients. We cannot release that to you. So I was stuck wondering, what is our home worth? And I went looking on the internet, like a lot of people probably would. Yeah, have like, and that's a great thing you bring up, Christine. Like, I wonder as you're watching this show or listening, mm-hmm. if you're thinking like, how do I get a value and why mm-hmm. do I want a specific value? So in this case, it really was for you just for planning purposes. Totally. It wasn't because you were thinking of selling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because you were thinking of moving. It wasn't even because you were thinking of doing major renovations because they were kind of already handled. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, and that's the blessing, I guess, that things, instead of being 15 years old, they're now brand new. 2019. Brand 2019. So that's nice. And yet that totally changes the value, doesn't it? A 16-year-old house is worth very much a different amount of money, even if it's been maintained and taken care of. Mm -hmm. A home is worth, short of appreciation, short of inflation, really worth the most the day it's built. Like a new car. Kind of like a new car, right? Because just like a new car, they depreciate. Mm -hmm. But how much do you depreciate every year? That's what I'd like to know. Exactly. So that's what we're going to chat about. And so that's really what you were thinking. And it's common that financial institutions will only release the information for the appraisal to the person that paid for it. Got it. Like the bank. Like the bank. The bank, You, if you had hired the appraiser, then clearly you could have 
the value or get the information and have a full report. Mm -hmm. But because it was done on behalf of the bank, they really are not meant to give it to you because and and two the other challenge around arriving at a a value is there's diff the reason for the appraisal the reason for the value actually will have it arrive at a different value hmm. so if you're thinking of resale value then that's clearly where a realtor comes in if you're thinking of lending value Lending value may not be the same as real estate value, what you would get on an open market. Mm -hmm. In a distress sale where there's undue pressure, it may sell for less. Mm -hmm. So there's a different value there. The tax department is going to use the MPAC assessment, yes. which may or may not equate to the resale value. I wondered that too. Thank you for answering that. It may and it may not because it depends on, A, have they had a visual inspection of your home anytime recently? You know, have they updated the data accurately based on the sales in the community? Mm. Does your home match what's in the community? Because mm -hmm. that has an impact on how MPAC perceives them. Right. Right? Like my daughter's home just recently had a call from impact saying that they were going to reassess have they made any other improvements what have they done and they they took out a permit for a pool they put in and they can of course see it on google maps that there's now a pool there so she said well is that going to increase the value because from resale it doesn't necessarily hmm. a pool may or it may not depending on where it is and what's going on in the community it often doesn't have much of an increase in value and they said oh but people behind you have built and those are large, expensive homes. So that's now going to affect your MPAC assessment. I see. Even though their home is 20 years old. And hasn't really changed. And hasn't really changed. If anything, it's become less valuable, except inflation obviously increases it. But if you put the identical house on that lot now that was built in 2019 instead of 2002, I guess it's 17 years, that would be the one built today would be worth more money, mm. right? Yep. Would appraise higher, would sell higher, would be financed higher, would be everything higher. That's so, right. So home really does depreciate. And that kind of, I think, isn't intuitive for most people and wasn't for me before I was a realtor. And that's because, well, the value of the house keeps going up. Mm. But that's land value increase, that's appreciation in the market, not specifically appreciation on the actual house. I see. That's really depreciating. That helps. Thank you. You're welcome. So determining what you want the value for helps figure out how, what val how to get the value. All right. So you started with searching where? I'm ashamed to say. No, no. But first it was on MLS. So you shouldn't be ashamed of that. That's perfect. Yeah. I Your started, first approach was fantastic. I started looking on MLS. Um, other bedroom size houses, bathroom sized houses, you know, those kinds of things uh, on a rural property. What were they be going for? And I never really did come up with an accurate answer. I felt stymied by what I was seeing I didn't know if it was an accurate reflection um, comparing our home to somebody else's. Right. 
And there is this language out there of comparative market analysis, CMA. You can call and get a free CMA, comparative market analysis. The challenge with it is exactly what you discovered. Were these homes really comparable to mine? Mm -hmm. So what we tend to be looking at on the Decker team is relevant property data. What's relevant data? It may not be comparable, and yet similar sized land, can, taking into consideration the aspects of the home that really are counter to what may be in another home, but it's relevant. It may not be comparable, yeah. but it's relevant data. And then the challenge on the MLS, I think you mentioned to me, is that you're looking at asking prices. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at selling prices. Mm-hmm. So what did they actually sell for? So we actually utilize the sold data very extensively and put very little weight on the asking price data. Isn't that interesting? Because it didn't sell. Mm -hmm. So how does that help us arrive at market value? Mm -hmm. So unique challenges were simply you couldn't get access to the value really online doing your own search. So what I'm going to suggest for you and for anybody that's watching is that if you're looking for the data, you want to call somebody, either an appraiser, but I know you didn't want to pay for an appraisal. So really calling somebody that you can trust to give you the goods on the value, be able to give you access to the sold prices, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's the only thing I could think of is hire an appraiser. And that can be a great resource if you need it for lending purposes, Mm -hmm. if you need it for calculating a value because of tax purposes. Mm -hmm. So you may want an appraisal or a letter of opinion, which costs almost as much as an appraisal. Mm -hmm. And we've covered that on previous shows. So if you're thinking, I don't understand that term, I'm going to encourage you to go through our 300 and all 400 shows, Who's Kidding Who? (laughs) And find the one that talked about the different types of um, appraisals, right? And so that is all there. So we won't dwell on that today. More that you can get the value. You want to consider why you want it before you decide how you're going to get it, whether it makes sense to pay for it or not, Mm -hmm. right? If you need it for tax purposes, you're probably going to want to pay for it. You're going to want a certified appraisal, not just an understanding of the value. Does that make sense? It does help. And Christine, you had mentioned that when you started the journey, all you needed was just an understanding of the value so that you could do some some long-term financial planning. Exactly. Accountant, financial planner said, what's the value of your house? And mm-hmm. you said, I haven't got a clue. Mm-hmm. I know what I paid for to build it, but I don't know. I felt quite overwhelmed by the task. I didn't know where to begin, where to go. Uh, to to dig up the information. And I found myself uh, pretty much wasting time doing research on the internet for myself to see if I could come up with that value. And how'd that work? Well, at first, I thought I was on the right track. But as you've told me, there's a sale price, and there is an asking price. And I was only looking at the asking prices. One thing that I found... um, Uh, When I was doing my internet searches, though, is there was this ad on the MLS site that said, would you like to know the value of your home? And you said? 
yes, I do. That's why I'm here in the first place. Click. And I ended up um, dispensing the information about what my home was like and asking for uh, an estimate to be given back to me. What I ended up with, unfortunately, was just a whole lot of runaround. I never did get the answer that I was looking for after a couple of months of even waiting patiently for that information to come back to uh, my inbox. Okay. And the reason for that is what do you think? Um, I think it's because our property is somewhat unusual. Right. It isn't an urban home. It right. is a rural hobby farm. Yeah. And because of that, it's often an esoteric class that uh, the evaluators at the other end of my email request didn't know what to do with it. Exactly. And that's how we ended up connecting. It is actually. It, uh, uh, I got an In email back sort of way. Yeah, I was like, well, uh, Yetta is actually a really good expert in hobby farms and evaluating hobby farms. And I thought, Yetta Decker, I've known her for years. And we helped you when you sold last time. Yes. And we helped you buy, buy the land. land. And you've come to some of the family gatherings. Oh, yeah. And we've stayed in connection over the years. Yeah. And yet... When you wanted the value, I didn't even think about calling you. And right. you know why? Why? Because it wasn't a revenue-generating opportunity for you, mm. and I didn't want to take up your time because I know you're busy, and if this isn't going to make something uh, value-added for you, I'm not going to bother you. Right. And when we did connect, and how we connected was simply the agent had said to me, I can't do it, so will you do it? And I looked at the name and I went, Christine and Glenn, what? They're my peeps. Yeah. Right? Why didn't they call me? And so at first I was like, well, what's wrong with me providing the value? I'm going to be doing it anyway now. And yet when we talked, I felt honored and grateful that you didn't want to waste my time which was beautiful, Christine, beautiful. And then my next thought was, well, it's not wasting my time. I want to be able to provide great information and great insight for those I already care about. I love that about you. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's not about the now business only. Obviously, if you want to sell right now, I'm here for you. I mean, not that I struggled doing that. We can move quickly. Just met some great clients yesterday that need to be gone tomorrow, and we'll get them gone very, very quickly. Tomorrow, they got to do a little bit before we can take the pictures, so maybe not quite that quickly, but very quickly. And yet, because we've been in this industry for 30 years, and I want you to know this, and I know we've talked about it now, and yet this is for everybody that's watching yeah. and listening, that... We are in this for the marathon, not the sprint. Mm. We're in this for the long haul with our client, helping you along the path, not just when there's income available at the other end. Nice. Right now. I really appreciate that. And so we're working together to get you the value, and it is more difficult to do. Mm -hmm. So if you have a unique property, the value that will help you get is going to be a range. And that's why you want to know the reason that you want the value rather than um, just give me the value. Well, it's not that easy. What's the point of getting the value? Um, so I'm grateful that you came back through an interesting sort of route because I would have had no other way to know. That's right. And you know what? 
I'm hoping that my questions can be a help to somebody out there who's got the same questions. And that's the whole reason when Christine called and we connected or she called them and then they called me and then I called her. I said, oh, you know what? This is something that happens often for people. Mm -hmm. They think that their go-to realtor, whether it's the Decker team or whether you work with somebody else exclusively, that we're too busy. Mm. And we're never too busy to take care of those that we care about. Never too busy for that. And of course, we're going to treat it with the urgency that it receives or it needs. If I have something that needs to buy a house, say I'm going to put that ahead of the, you know, in terms of time and yet never too busy to organize to get the right value for somebody or to serve somebody. So I am so happy that you came full circle. And so if you have a go-to realtor, what you want to do is reach out to them when you need the value, unless you need it for legal purposes. If it's a separation, if it's something where it's going to be used in court or something that's going to use for taxation or something that's going to use, be used for lending, then a certified appraisal is what you're going to want. If it's just for an understanding of the value, whether you're thinking of selling or you're simply thinking of staying put and you want to track your money, hmm, then absolutely give us a call if you want to know the value of your home. So yes, we have expertise there. And we're enjoying the rest of the ride as well. (laughs) And so Christine wanted to know, will it increase the value? Mm -hmm. And the answer is going to be one that nobody's going to appreciate. Oh, no. And that word is, it depends. As a blanket statement, it depends. Now, the good news is we have done shows on specifics. What if I do a kitchen? What's my rate of return? If I do bathrooms, what's my rate of return? If I finish basements, what's my rate of return? And even then, when you go back to watch those shows, there will be some variables that you have to take into consideration. Okay. So we're going to learn and explore a little bit on this show the specific questions that you have, Christine, and then our hope and desire, and we know you're going to learn something for yourself. Take that learning that's going to come from Christine's questions and hopefully from my answers, and then utilize that in your own life. So, Christine. Yes. What specific things are you thinking of doing? Well, we have a beautiful home as it is right now, but our basement has never been finished. And while we're preparing for the eventuality of selling our home, and I'm talking further down the road, once our currently teenage kids are ready to You're fly three the beautiful nest, girls. They are so lovely. I'm so blessed to have such great girls. But they're in their mid-teens now, and we have to look at the reality that they'll probably leave the the home, the family home, in the next five to 10 years. And when we go to sell our home, would it be more valuable for it to have a finished basement? We don't mind it being unfinished, but what would somebody else want? And if we did go ahead and invest in developing that basement, are we going to get a return uh, on our investment in doing that? Or is it pretty much a waste of money for us to do that at this point? Well, the first part is going to be, it depends on, there's the word depends. I'm going to have to choose a better (laughs) word. I think I'm going to come up with a better word. What do you think? 
one of the things to consider is what is the reason for wanting to finish it. So the first part of it is, will I get the utility and the use out of the basement to really allow for the value to be absorbed in the use? And really, that is a question we have as well. You've just put your finger on it. Is it going to enhance our life living in this home if we get a finished basement put in? Right. And if the, the answer to that is absolutely it's going to change our flow of life and it's going to enhance our living, then really the other question around does it increase the value is secondary. Mm-hmm. It's like taking a vacation. If you take a vacation, does it increase the value of your home? Well, clearly, no, you did the vacation elsewhere, mm-hmm. except if you did the vacation in your home, so to speak, by enjoying the games room or enjoying having family over or living life in it, and it increased the value of your pleasure, then you got value. Mm-hmm. And then it's less about, did it increase the value? Got it. Is that helpful? It really is. And a yeah. pool would be the same. We did do a show on pools not very long ago, so you might want to go back and watch that. Because pools and basements are probably the two biggest things in landscaping that we get asked, will that increase value? So the first is, will it increase life for you, life value? Mm -hmm. And if that answer is yes, then you might want to do it regardless of part B. So part B is, who's going to do the work? (laughs) talk about lifestyle enhancement i don't think it will be us (laughs) okay so if a homeowner is going to do their own basement if they're great at what they do then they will likely if they do it with modest finishes the value will be similar to the value invested okay if a homeowner is doing their own provided they should be touching a hammer and a saw, and paint brushes, and so on. Mm -hmm. If a homeowner ought not be touching it because they're not handy, Mm -hmm. because that's not one of their skills. They have other skills that are phenomenal, and home renovations and home repair and updating is not it. Finishing a basement can actually decrease the value. Mm. Because now you've done potentially a layout that doesn't work, or you've done it where the drywall is so scary that the person feels like they have to redo it. So now not only do they have to fix it, they have to kind of undo what you've done. And so that's going to devalue the home. Mm -hmm. If you pay for a contractor to do the work, you're probably going to pay a good two to three times more than if you did the work yourself. So if you were handy, the cost will be two to three times. Mm -hmm. So let's say you spent, for argument's sake, 50,000 on finished some basement space. Mm -hmm. You probably increase the value of your home ballpark, and it depends on the home and how big the home is and where the home is. So there are some other variables. Likely increase the home by about 20,000. Okay. If you did the work yourself, you might spend 20 and increase the home about 20, mm-hmm. provided you did the work well. If you spent 20 and didn't do it well, you might decrease your home by 10 or 20. I understand now. Right? Yeah. And so that first question is really the first one to answer for yourself, whether you and Glenn, Christine, or you as you're listening to this show, it's think about what am I going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. 
And so you were thinking maybe a mom would move in or there might be an apartment in the basement. Yeah, and we're a homeschooling family and we do homeschooling in the basement. And we've been doing it in an unfinished basement for several years. And it would be really nice to have a finished basement to do that in. Right. So for the next five years, we'll Mm -hmm. say the girls will be homeschooled. So you have to figure out for yourself, does it make sense for us to have that finished base? We've been doing it without the finished base for 10 years. And so now does that warrant us doing it or are we better to leave it unfinished? Mm -hmm. That's a decision to make. Because from a buying perspective, it isn't likely the right buyer for your house is not going to buy it because the basement's not finished. Yeah. So they may not pay as much for it, but then you didn't spend the money. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to get the utility out of it, I wouldn't finish the basement for someone else. That's the question I wanted answered. Does it actually make the home more attractive to a prospective uh, buyer somewhere in the future? It may, and it may make it less attractive. Because mm-hmm. one of my clients recently, we had to find homes that did not have finished basements because he wanted to do some bow and arrows in the basement. Okay. And so having a finished basement just meant that was an expense he had to rip out. Right. And so it really is variable. So you don't do it for resale. Mm-hmm. You do it for yourself. Now, having said that, if you're a little tiny townhome and there's not enough space without the finished basement, then it may warrant finishing the basement. Does that make some sense? It does. That's really helpful. Excellent. So we're excited to be able to be your partners on this journey. And together, we've really got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.